in 05 and 06 I deployed to Kuwait I used to wait every day for them to say Nature going home I missed my life, missed my wife For 15 months she was all alone But when I got back I felt out of control Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold I keep on drinking so I'm sinking in a river of liquor Me and my wife weren't alright, I didn't reconnect with it I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be so I Invested in myself, I started seeing coaches Life is a camera, I fixed the lens and now I see in focus Now my life's unrecognizable From my life just a couple years ago 17 plus years of marriage, it's never been better than this and we got three kids, that's who I do it for I'm gonna be a leader I'ma lead the way, cause I'm a firm believer We can do anything we want Look, if I said it, then I meant it I probably already did it Consider it done Consider it done If you need some inspiration, you should play this Championship Leadership Podcast Hey Bailey Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Championship Leadership Podcast and uh, excited today, um, you know, in a former life. Mark was from Canada and uh, Mark Lachance. Lachance, now that he's in the U.S., as we just uh, figured out, he's, he's down located in South. Uh, you, well, I was going to say South Beach, but near South Beach, South, South Florida. So thanks for being here, Mark. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you for having me, Nate. Absolutely. And uh, if you could hold up your book one more time. I know a lot of people just listen and maybe not necessarily watching this on YouTube. We've got a number of people there too. So he's, he's got a, a recent bestseller, the lucky formula that we're going to get into here, how to stack the odds in your favor and cash in on success, uh, which who doesn't want to do that, man, come on for real. <laughs> but uh, before we d dig into that, um, I do have a question I'd like to ask championship leadership is the name of the podcast. So what comes to mind for you? When you hear championship leadership, what does that mean to you? Well, I mean, championship leadership, how do you win? I'll put it in hockey terms, right? I'm a hockey fan. Maybe you yeah. are, you're in Minnesota, right? So yeah, not champion, as, uh, you would think I, I am, but I'm not a huge hockey fan. Oh, I, you're killing me, Nate. <laughs> you're in a hockey hotbed. Anyway, so championship, right. what comes to mind immediately, and I'll, and I'll show you later, I have, a, I have a replica of the Stanley Cup sitting right over there. And uh, the championship for me has always been, you know, winning the Stanley Cup. But yeah. if you want to put it in business terms, it's it's winning in your business. It's being an industry leader. It's it's you know winning that sale, a championship mindset. All of that yep. you know comes to mind. So that's how I I want I to live it. my life as as a champion. And uh, let's go. So, uh, you a Gretzky guy, or like who's who's one of your favorite all time greats? Well, in my era, I think I'm a bit older than you, or maybe we're, we're close to the same 46. age. I'm, I'm 52, so I'm older than you. Yep. Uh, my era was always Gretzky, Mario yeah. Lemieux, yeah. You know, Yager. Uh, so I, but I, I was a, uh, I would say one of my favorites, always my favorite player has been uh, probably Mario. I mean, he, he had, yeah. you know, unbelievable talent and yeah. grit. And, yeah. So, yeah. So anyway, there you there go. You. Yeah, I love it. Um, you know, I've always paid attention. I just, uh, I grew up in Wisconsin. Not a lot of, I don't know. Wisconsin is, it's weird. It's a it's huge like it's, hockey it be, Come on. University of Wisconsin. Well, you guys I, yeah. But 
you know, even where I grew up in Northern Wisconsin, we didn't even have a hockey team until like after I graduated high school. So it wasn't as big for me because of that, but you come to Minnesota and it feels like it's bigger in Minnesota than Wisconsin. I think that's changed though, too. I think it's pretty big in Wisconsin, but anyway, enough hockey talk. <laughs> Let's get down to it. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself and, and uh, kind of the path that, that's brought you to where you are today and what it is that you're up to. What, what is it that made you, um, you know, write the book and, and everything else that you got going on? Sure. So <clears throat> currently I'm the CEO of a company called Maxi Media Inc. So we're a digital marketing company. Say and that again. What is it? Maxi Media Inc. Okay. And we're a digital marketing company. We performance-based digital marketing. So we drive traffic to whatever verticals that uh, that need our traffic or want our traffic. And so one of the one of the key factors about our business, we were one of the first movers on TikTok. And really? right now, yeah. So right now, currently, we're the number one spender on the platform in Canada, and that includes all the big banks, all the big tech companies, and in North America, we're in the top twenty. So that's pretty oh, wow. cool. Yeah. We uh, yeah, we, it was pretty cool. We built out. We learned how to build out a, a creative network, and um, you know, really you know, really tackle the platform and crush the platform. So that, that's going awesome. But, you know, so how did I get here today? I basically kind of had, you talk about championship mindset. Where did, where did I went? Where did I learn that? And I have to say from my father, um, he was the win. I'm going to get back into hockey. I, I'm sorry. No, Nate, let's do it. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm a huge sports guy. So I, I can, I can roll. Yeah. So my father. And I think still today, he was the winningest coach hockey coach in, in Connecticut hockey history. And he may still have the record. I, I don't know. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, so my two brothers played professional. One brother was drafted fourth overall by the New York Islanders. And he played for 13 years in the NHL. My other brother played about 10 years professional in Europe. Um, what so, happened to you? Did the hockey gene get gotta, missed or what? You gotta, you gotta read the book, man. I gotta, go right, right. In, well, definitely I gotta read the book. I gotta go right into how I'm the black I love it. family. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me hanging. I like it. <laughs> so, so yeah. So I talk about that in the book and I talk about a part, you know, one, I think one sentence is, you know, that left me the runt of the litter. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I guess what I miss in, I get what I miss in athletic ability. I gained in, in business ability. So, you know, from, from graduating university in 92. So I, you graduated, I think you're four years, uh, what are you, six years younger? Yeah, I graduated, so you graduated high school, high school, 94. Okay. There you go. So at, at that time, I don't know if you remember, but it was in 92, at least it was tough to get a job coming out of school. And I either would have had to go to work for Staples or state street bank for like $22,000 mm -hmm. a year. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't want, I didn't want to do either. <laughs> right. And at the time my brother was being highly, you know, highly recruited by universities, NHL yeah. teams and agents. And I'm like, I want to be in that game. Yeah. So I actually was a sports agent for about uh, seven years out of school. Oh, cool. You know, so that was, that was pretty cool. So I was traveling the world representing, I had at the height of my, my practice, I had a, seven guys in the NHL and 35 guys in the, uh, in the minor leagues. Working was your brother up. a client? One of my brothers was not well, the other, not the other. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to go with the agent that's established and knows what he's doing. Sorry, bro. Well, think about it. He was, uh, he was drafted fourth overall. So, yeah, exactly. you know, I wasn't, I wasn't in the game yet and, yeah, I could, yeah. and I couldn't bring him over at any point in his career. I was like, yeah, yeah. anyway, what can you do? Right. But I learned a ton and got a lot, a ton of, uh, you know, ton of connections out of that for mm -hmm. sure. So I guess one of the things that one of the learnings from that is you got to use 
every opportunity you have and every connection you can make, uh, you know, to, to further your own career. Right. So I had, you know, I couldn't play the game, but guess what? I could, you know, I learned, I knew how to talk and I knew how to meet people yeah. and I knew how to, you know, be a connector. So. Well, I'm I, sure I, you still played the game. Uh, no, I was pretty, I was decent. I was decent. Uh, compared, you know, when you start comparing yourself to your brother, that's fourth overall. I mean, that's a little unfair. You know? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. He was a superstar from the, you yeah. know, I, I could tell you a story about that. So we were, I was, he was 17 and he was just getting, starting to get recruited by everybody. And we were, we were in the summertime, we were just screwing around in a practice and we had kind of a drill against this goaltender. And I remember we were taking shots and he would blow the puck by this goaltender. And this guy got pissed off through his stick, through his helmet. I'm like, dude, you know who that is, right? I don't yeah, care. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, who that is his kids. Yeah. Like, don't, yeah, yeah. don't feel too bad. <laughs> exactly. He's doing it to all the goalies. What, <laughs> um, why, why, uh, why did you get out of that game to do what you're doing now? Um, okay. So that's, I do talk about that in the book also. So uh, that was a question of when I was in 19, I think it was 98 or 99, two of my clients fired me. Right. So that means 30% of my revenue went out the door, like, like, like a snap of a finger. Sure. And you know, I I could say what, yeah, it's probably my fault. They fired me. But anyway, the point is, uh, the point is 30% of my revenue went out the window. And at the time I met a guy that was in the payments business. So think Stripe, think, uh, you know, companies like that. And he, he had about 2000 clients and he was making about 30 grand a month. And he didn't really care if he lost two clients or three clients or 10 clients. Yeah. And it was a buzzword for me. And I learned then it was recurring revenue. Yeah. Like, in the sports game, I didn't have recurring revenue, but in the yeah. payments business, it was recurring. It's like, you know, like real estate, right? Yeah. So I said, oh, that's an awesome business. And I had the guy teach me. And then over time, I learned it and started my own business and, and you know, basically got in that for the next 18 years and did amazingly well. I had uh, three pretty solid exits um, and, uh, you know, sandwiched in between a colossal failure. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, things, you know, things went pretty well in payments up until 2016 when I sold my last company and okay. then got into digital payments, it did digital marketing. Sorry. Yeah. Did, uh, this is a shot in the dark, but, uh, do you know a guy by the name of Carl Bryan? He's a Canadian as well. No, I don't know. Okay. No. I only brought that up. Well, number one, cause he's from Canada. He's a big hockey guy. He's about your age, but, uh, he, successful business owner as well. And he taught, he's talking not just to me, but, uh, to his audience, I guess, you know, about, you know, recurring revenue uh, is a way to go for sure. No doubt in, in business. And he's, he's built one heck of a recurring revenue business for himself. So anyway, cool. Awesome. Um, what's uh, who are some championship leaders, coaches, mentors that you've had in your life and, and more so like, you know, what are some of the characteristics that have really stood out from those individuals that maybe have helped mold who you are as a leader? Well, I would say, uh, get back to my father, right? So <clears throat> I would say, number one, he he inspired us about leadership. I mean, so actually, it's funny. I have I, I was just doing a leadership seminar. I, I have a weekly call with my team. And yeah. this weekend, I was doing this, this, this week. This week, I was doing a, a weekly uh, coaching seminar on leadership. And the qualities I haven't listed on my screen right here, to me, the qualities of a leader are, number one, the ability to show vision. 
right? So my father always had that ability to show vision, the ability to say, we're going to the end. We're going to the, you know, we're going to win the championship. You have to be coachable. You have to have a positive mindset. You have to have the ability to work in a team for sure. You have to be consistent. You know, you have to take action, which, which, you know, uh, is, is a necessity. Uh, you have to make hard decisions. Sometimes you have to let somebody go and it's, it's a tough thing to do, but you have to do it. You have to make the right decisions more often than not. You have to, and I say, you know, a book that I read a long time ago was extreme ownership. Um, yeah, love it. You, you've got, exactly. You've got to employ extreme ownership. You got to take the blame when, when something goes wrong, it's your fault, not your team's fault. If you start pointing the finger to your team, that's your downfall. Yeah, yeah I mean, absolutely. Another, another attribute you have to have sales skills for sure. You have to have confidence, uh, integrity, persistence, authenticity and, and work ethic. So anyway, I do a, a seminar where I have everybody score themselves on those 15 attributes. And then over months and months and months, they work, you know, they work on each attribute and, and make each one better and see if you can move a, you know, a, a five on 10 to a six on 10, eight on 10, nine on 10. And uh, yeah. I, I kind of got off track there, but uh, no, I don't know no. if I answered your question. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we were just talking about, um, you know, some championship leaders, mentors, coaches that have impacted you and, and what, what's stood out. And then you, you were talking about your dad. Uh, one of the main was always being able to create that vision for, for the team. So is there anyone else that comes to mind when you think about people that have impacted you and some of the characters? Well, I could talk about out? impact in, in a negative sense. Sure. I mean, absolutely. So yeah. some of the leaders that have, I mean, I can, okay, look at uh, get, getting back to hockey, right? Look at the great coaches of, of all time, like a Scotty Bowman. And, and that's a positive leader, but I'll, I'll say almost a negative leader would be like a, a Mike Keenan, although he had some success. For some reason, these guys have a shelf life of one or two yeah. years or Tortorella, uh, one or two years with a team, right? And why is that? It's because I don't, I don't think you're, you're treating you know, you're treating them like human yeah, you're beings. Beating you're, them into the ground, right? Exactly. And I had a coach like that. I hated him. Yeah. I absolutely hated yeah. him. I don't want to give his name because he passed away, but yeah. I, I totally hated this guy. But but the coaches that empower you, and it's funny, right? I played hockey my whole life, but the best coach I've ever had was this guy Craig, who coached me in uh, in rugby. What a phenomenal, right? In rugby. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and rugby. I only played a couple of years, but I'm like, that's the best coach I ever had. Yeah. Because he always empowered his players. He always spoke highly of his players. He always taught them and, and you know, took action. And so those are the kind of coaches to me that are the best. I mean, you can look at, uh, you know, who, who comes to mind in football like that while, uh, you know, while our guy in, in New England, who was my, one of my favorite teams, he's tough, but I think he's fair, right? You can be, yeah, if absolutely. you're tough, but you're fair, and, you know, I'm, I'm tough on you because of these reasons that I think you're, you're going to be a phenomenal coach and well-respected. Yeah. Now I, I referenced Belichick quite a bit, which actually really kind of comes into to the next question. Um, you know, cause I, and you've already touched on it. I think championship leaders have incredible vision. Um, you know, they just have this ability to see things that others in their industry or you know part of life don't have have the vision for or maybe they could see it but they just don't have the courage to take action on it because exactly it's, it's that it's fear and i think like belichick is one of those that 
he has to have that vision that like, I mean, he's competing against the best in the world and he continues to find a way to stay on top, right? He continues to find a way to continue to, uh, you know, change and roll with and stay ahead of the, of the game. Right. Um, and so, yeah, what's, so the question really is what's the vision for you and what you're looking to do and, you know, what's that impact that you want to make because of it? Well, look, I, kind of to get back a little bit, why does Belichick, why is he so good? There's an algorithm to success. I mean, outside right? of Tom Brady, of course, right? Well, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, who is, yeah, there's always the question. I know, that's a tough yeah. debate, right? For exactly, sure. exactly. Yeah. But the question, I think there's an algorithm to success. And again, you know, that, not to get back to my book, but it's about Please stacking do. the odds. Yeah. It's about, it's about, you know, luck is not a fluke. It's a formula. So if you do this and this and this and this and this, and you stack, you stack success factors on top of each other, you're going to be successful. So for example, you know, I come from a, a construction background. I used to work for my father in the summer times and I hated every second of it in construction. But the point is it taught me work ethic. So first pillar to, to success, are you going to work for it or not? I mean, how many kids or how many young people, not even young people, you know, they, they, they're, they're entitled or they want handouts. Well, sorry, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to drive a Rolls Royce or a Porsche or whatever other car yeah. if you're asking for handouts or you're a victim, right? right? So the victim mentality is the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. So whenever my kids, I have two young kids, whenever they start to dip into that victim mentality, I slap them right out of it. Not literally, I, figuratively get yes. them right out of yeah. that mindset that the, <laughs> the victim mentality is the worst thing ever. And, and if you want to have success, you better get rid of that victim. You th- do you think Belichick is a victim ever? No, Never. no, exactly. That's the Never. point. So he's always taking ownership out of everything. He Even does. without, you know, especially without Brady. Right. I mean, that would be the prime time for some coaches to have that mentality. That's right. Um, and, but yeah, no, I'm definitely not Belichick for sure. And sometimes right. I think they literally need to have it slapped out of them, but you know, that's probably another conversation <laughs> too. <laughs> sure. It is. <laughs> I mean, you know, today it feels, man, maybe that's it. It's just like such a victim mentality and, and definitely on the news and the media and everything that we're getting fed. It's, uh, it's, it's sickening, but I think, you know, there's a, there's a big number of, there's a large percentage of the population that doesn't see that and just buys into it. And it's, it's awful. Well, what I say is, is, if you have work ethic and if you have the ability to, you know, you know, get out of bed every day and, and get fired up, I think, I think today it's probably easier than ever to be successful because so many yeah, you people sep- are separate yourself easily, easily, right? Easily, easily. How many people today are, what percentage watch the news and get, you know, and get negative quickly because of that 98% of the population Yeah. or, yeah. or consistently reading, you know, on their cell phone, yeah. reading Facebook or Instagram or whatever. And if you have the ability to shield all that out, look, I don't watch the news. I don't read the news. I know it's fake anyway. I'm look, I'm in the media business. I understand. (laughs) I understand that I make the narrative. So, you know, all I'm trying to do is drive a click, get a click. So if that's what I'm doing, what do you think, you know, CNN and Fox and all these guys, they're trying to get an eyeball. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. So my opinion is, you, you know, you read the books that are on my bookshelf and you stay focused on, on winning the championship. This is all about being a champion, right? So yep. it's all about focus and learning the algorithm 
to life. So Belichick learned it for sure. You know, right. a lot of Jerry Jones learned it. He's got the, he's got the most, I was actually in Dallas uh, three weeks ago at his restaurant, the Dallas yeah. Cowboy restaurant. Yep. Yeah. This nice. guy's got the formula on how mm-hmm. to make a successful sports franchise. Forget about success on the field. I'm talking about value. The, yeah. the, the team is the most valuable team in the world. $8 yeah. billion dollar valuation. Yeah. Right. Because yep. he learned the value, he learned the algorithm or the formula, if you will, to success. So if you want to take the time and emulate what other, other people have done, then you can do it as well, in my opinion. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, I, I, I had the opportunity to be, I don't know if it, the cowboy club, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I was That's there right. and it, he was, he happened to be there with, uh, Phil Knight and I'm going to like talk about, wow to yeah, <laughs> like you know we're yeah of course we didn't we didn't bother him or anything but it was just it was interesting to be there and just to be like man two of the most successful powerful people in the world really and uh it was neat so you know it's funny but though right they're so, hanging out together no surprise right of course because success breeds success and you only hang around with people that are that are studs so think about this right so i am a uh, as you know huge hockey fan right down the street from me are the Florida Panthers and the Florida Panthers are the, probably the least valuable team in the NHL. And if you compare to what, what the Dallas Cowboys have done versus what the Florida Panthers have done, it's night and day. Yeah. I mean, they don't have a restaurant. They don't have a narrative. They don't have a story. Like like they don't have any of that compared to what Dallas has done. So, I mean, that's why, why, why are the Cowboys the most valuable team? Well, Jerry Jones understands how to be a champion. Yeah, absolutely. Right. No doubt. Uh, well, let's switch it, switch conversation here just a little bit and uh, maybe take you back to uh, what I call like a critical moment. You know, obviously you made the decision that you had that has you where you are today, but had you decided differently, you'd be in a very different place in life. Cause I think there's a lot of people going through those moments and they always want to know. Well, I think number one, they always want to know like what's going to happen before they make the choice. Right. Which just isn't, you know, you can't, you know, it's just, it's not reality. Um, but, you know, hearing other stories gives people strength and hopefully a little courage to know how to choose in those moments. So is there a moment that comes to mind for you, you could share? Yeah, that's my biggest colossal failure of my life, which I mean, is, I guess it's in the book. It's in the book. <laughs> the <laughs> book starts like that. But the, the story goes in 2006, I uh, actually in 2001, I moved to Canada because I got equity in a, in a company. I got a pretty good percentage of a company and it was myself and, and the founder. And we built this to about 240 employees within five years. And, but you know, in five years, I was like, listen, I had enough. You're, you're a genius, but uh, I can't take it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I got to do my own thing. And then, yeah. so I sold my shares for a pretty, pretty penny. It was a uh-huh. lot of money at the time. And then I took, the millions that I had made in that deal and rolled it into one deal in 2006, uh, end of 2006, 2007. You remember, Nate, you, you're old enough to remember what happened in real estate at that time. Yeah. Yep. So I happened to roll everything I had, all I basically put it all on red on a real estate project in Northern Quebec. And at the time, the the British, uh, the people from the UK were rolling in. I mean, the, the, the currency was two to one. So they were basically getting land at half price. Wow. You know, the Canadian dream, blah, blah, blah. You, and yeah. then you remember what happened in 2008 or 2007, yeah. 2008 crash. So basically my investment went, uh, <laughs> went into the toilet and I was left 
uh, depression, anxiety, it was so close to bankruptcy. It was ridiculous. And, wow. you know, that was kind of a defining moment in my life. And, and I look back, I look back at, at why it happened. It happened because I was, I, I'm going to say it, I'm going to be blunt. I was actually an idiot and I made a yeah. lot of bad decisions and uh, didn't, didn't read the, the tea leaves or the red flags that came up yeah. and it was my fault. So, yeah. but, but I got to say that out of every crushing defeat should come, you know, uh, positives out of that. So, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I appreciate that. So what, how did you get out of that? What, what choices did you make to, 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 to crawl out? Well, after or, six months of, uh, crawled up on my couch, like a little, uh, little crybaby. <laughs> I can yeah. use other words. I won't. Yeah. <laughs> um, I finally one day snapped out of, it. I said, look, I'm not a, I'm not a loser. I'm a champion. And, uh, I, I, I gotta stop this. I mean, for, for five years, I had built an amazing reputation as, as, you know, somebody in the Canadian, Canadian payments business or mm-hmm. payments industry that, you know, that knows how to make money, knows how to do it and, and is a leader. And I finally snapped out of it. I said, look, I'm a winner. I'm a leader. And, and I got to, I got to get out of this. So I picked up the phone and, you know, made 87 phone calls and finally got somebody that, that would agree to, uh, to, to fund my next venture. So, okay. You know, and then uh, the rest and of history. Is that what you're doing right now? No, I, I started that company uh, call in 2009 and sold it in 2016. Okay. And that gave me the financial foundation to do what I'm doing right now, which gotcha. is digital marketing. So, did you go back into the payment business or? I did, you, yeah. So, yeah. I went from payments to real estate back into payments. Yeah. I had to get it back into what I knew, right? And where I right. had the connections. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. from there, I built a uh, very, you know, very valuable business and sold it in uh, 2016. So, okay. <clears throat> so that went pretty well. Yeah, absolutely. Comeback story. There you go. The comeback yeah. kid. Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, as we start to wrap this up, if there's one or two things that you could, you know, give to the listeners, I don't know, guide, guiding points or principles to live by that if they implemented today, help them move their life forward today, what would that be? Okay, one thing you mentioned it. Why why is Phil Knight and Jerry Jones hanging together? Because you are the average of the five people you hang around with. Yeah. Right? So let's just say Nate you're hanging around with, you know, four other people that are negative. What are the chances that you're going to be successful and positive? Pretty much zero. Zero. Yeah. So why do the winners hang around with winners? Because it's an energy, it's a yeah. it's a vibration, right? Yeah. So I can't have negativity around me. So I've cut out negativity out of my life. I need to hang around with people that vibrate at a high level. Mm-hmm. So again, so the first thing is you're the average of the first people you hang around with. Make sure uh, the five people you hang around with. Make sure the five that you have are are rock stars in their own right. I mean, they don't have to be they don't have to be mega wealthy. They don't have to be mega smart. But as long as their energy levels and their and their uh, positivity and their vibration is high in whatever yeah. they do, then that's going to help you. And the next thing is um, I'm going to give your, your, uh, your listeners a quiz, actually a gift, which is the lucky quiz. <clears throat> and you could get the lucky quiz on theluckyformula.com slash quiz. And it basically scores you on a scale of one to a hundred on your, your, your luck, uh, your lucky score. It's basically, so okay. it's an assessment that gives you a lucky mm-hmm. score. So let's say your score, I don't know, fifties or sixties, there's tips and tricks on how to get, how to get your luck slash success higher and higher and higher. So Nate, I expect fully for you to take the, uh, the quiz. The quiz and I want to yeah. see what your lucky score is. <laughs> I'm in, I'll do it. All right. You got it, man. 
And that's again, uh, the lucky formula.com forward slash what quiz quiz. All right. Yeah. yeah. We'll get that linked up too, for sure. Um, we, so obviously that's where we could get the book as well. The lucky formula.com. Yep. You can. And then that's any, right. any other ways we can follow you and what you're up to. <clears throat> yeah. You can follow me on Instagram. I mean, I used to be a lot more active, but, uh, uh, being running a social media company, you quickly realized that you could, you could fall down the rabbit hole yeah. of, uh, of, uh, time wasted all the time. But anyway, my Instagram is, uh, Mr. Lucky official. So okay. at Mr. Lucky official, M I S T E R lucky official. Got it. Beautiful. I appreciate the time today, Mark. Thank you so much. It's been a good, uh, great conversation. So thank you. Well, Nate, thank you for having me and uh, best of luck. Yeah. You as well. Thank you.